1: Of the world, I've lived hard and fast. You see, one thing's for certain. Certain, I will always be me. One thing's for certain, I will always be me.
0: Brothers and sisters, outlaws and orphans, you have been duped, you have been hoodwinked. You have been horn-swaggled. The music you call country is neither country nor music. You have been sold a bill of goods. You have been sold fashion bereft of passion. You have been sold corporate shit, manufactured so-called hits. We need a revival. We need a great awakening. We need a reminder of why we are all here tonight. We are here because we still believe. We still believe in the healing power of a simple song. We still believe in the soul-bearing truths found in the 12-bar blues. And we still believe in the truth of a guitar, a fiddle, and a simple rhyme. So crack your bottle. Go full throttle. Gather round and hunker down. It's the Hooligan Honky Tonk Radio Hour!
2: Alright all you hooligans, welcome back to another episode of Hooligan Honky Tonk Radio, brought to you by www.nwczradio.com. Y'all just heard Devil at the Door. By High Lonesome, Lay Me Down by The Perez Farm with Rachel Brooke. and Unincorporated by Ronnie Himes. You can find those all on the Farmageddon label at www.newrootsorder.com. And again, you are listening to another episode entitled Buck Off and Die. Buck Off and Die. Only on www.nwccradio.com Alright, you're all tuned in to another episode of Hooligan Honky Tonk Radio. I'm joined by my brothers uh, Sean and Brian Hooligan. Kevin's hey. out there on vacation. And we are very blessed to have Brian Buck Ellard in the studio. How are you thank doing you. today, Brian? I'm hey, doing really well. Thanks. Thanks for coming.
3: Good. Oh, thank you.
2: Hey, I first saw you play solo. I've you know, I've always heard about you playing with Bob Wayne and the Outlaw Carnies, of course. You're yeah. welcome, Buck. But I first saw you about probably half a, half, half a year ago up in Seattle with Owen Mays, by James Honeycutt. Right. And I was like, holy shit, is that Uncle Buck? And I remember asking your wife, Valerie, you know, is that really Uncle Buck? And I was just amazed of your direction that you were going in. Oh, thanks. And can you tell me a little bit about the direction you are going in?
3: Well, it's um, just the interest in the music that I've had. I go a lot for the the melody type. And, uh, I've just got the songs that I've been working on for a long time and decided I just wanted to try to work on those. And they're not really based on anything other than just what comes into my head.
2: That's very cool. Now, how long have you been playing?
3: Since I was 11.
2: Really? And and was guitar your first? Instagram? No,
3: I didn't pick up the guitar until I was um, 21.
2: Really? wow. Oh, wow. Yeah,
3: I, I wanted to, but my mom didn't want me to get off of the fiddle, uh-huh. so I wasn't allowed to play guitar until I got out, and so the first thing I did was I bought a guitar, and I bought a really cheap one and threw it away, and then um, about the time I was 21, I bought a decent one and started working on it. That's
2: very cool. How old are no. you now?
4: Uh,
3: Buck. Oh, man, you don't want to know how old I am. Come on. <laughs> <But>
4: <laughs> now, 20, 26,
2: 27?
3: I'm I'm 50. <laughs>
2: 50 god you look well um you look well. now in terms of who put the fiddle in your hands first
3: um my grandfather played fiddle oh did he and so um it just went through all of my cousins and nephews and uncles and everybody had it and i was one of the last in the line to get it and mom asked me if i wanted to play the violin And i was like yeah sure this is the summer between fifth and sixth grade uh-huh. and so um Basically, I guess mom had me start playing it, and then my Uncle Bob came over and took a huge interest in it, which kind of brought everything to life for me, because I idolized my Uncle Bob. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, hey, have you ever heard this song, Turkey in the Straw? And I'm like, no. And um, My cousin Scott had been singing this song about the turkey in the straw. Right. And so I hummed it, and he goes, yeah, that's it. And so I went upstairs and grabbed my fiddle and played it, brought it downstairs a couple minutes later and played it for him. And he thought it was cool that I could just pick up a song that quick. Mm -hmm. And it made me think, wow, I guess I can do this. Absolutely. So I just kept working at it.
2: That's really cool. Well, there's not a whole lot of fiddle players out there anymore. I mean, where did you get your influences from?
3: Um... Charlie Daniels, and a lot of it was from like Beatles and really? Foghat and that kind of stuff. It's all the stuff I used to listen to, uh-huh. and i play my fiddle along with that stuff. I'd listen to the Foghat or Montrose or that kind stuff and play the fiddle along with that. That is so and, cool. Um, and it was like kind of freeing because there's no rules because there's not a lot of fiddle in Montrose. Right. And so I could do anything <laughs> I wanted to.
2: Now, and, tell, tell the fans a little bit about being on tour with Bob Wayne and being one of the original Outlaw Carnies.
3: Um, It was fun. I was uh, lucky to get lined up with him. It was from something I had done before. I was playing in Seattle with a guy, and um, somebody asked me if he could give my card to a friend of his, and I said, sure, and it ended up being Bob. And so Bob called me and told me he was doing his tour and needed a fiddle player, and I joined in with him. And um, basically, the first one, I showed up, and he was going to send me the CDs, but he wasn't able to get around to it. Right. So I showed up at the gig. And said, "Hey, I'm Brian Eller," to you know, to every guy that walked in because I had no idea what he looked like. Uh (laughs) And and sorry, Bob, you know. And so uh, (laughs) finally, I met the right guy, and it was Bob. And um, we went out to his bus, and he played a couple songs off of his CD, and we went in to play. And um, that was the the first I really played along with him was when I was hearing them as they were playing. Wow. And when the first song was over, Bob goes up to the microphone and says, "Okay, go ahead and turn his mic or turn his amp on." Because he had it on on the stage, uh-huh. but it wasn't going out to no the people. Kidding. And I had no idea. But you know. Oh, he
4: was checking you out to make sure you could do the do what you do what he needed you to
2: first, huh? Yeah. Wow.
3: And, uh, and that was it, and I just played along with him after that. Yeah.
2: That's so cool. Yeah, well, with Bob being a Kennewick boy and, and local in your Port Townsend, um, he had Dan Infecto playing with him, too, at the time, I believe. Yeah, Dan Seattle.
3: Infecto, and um, Pat wasn't there yet. It was still um, Billy Cook. Oh, okay. Is he a
2: Pacific Northwest boy?
3: Billy or Pat? Billy. Billy. No, he's a um, he. He comes up here once in a while, but he's from down south, down by Texas.
2: Oh, okay, gotcha. So, pretty much, the original outlaw carnies were Pacific Northwest boys. Yeah, that's really cool. You yeah, know? and that that kind of tells you all what we have coming out of the Pacific Northwest. You know, we're it's not all coming out of Milwaukee or you know. Nashville, Trashville, whatever the fuck y'all want to call it. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's and, a, lot, a lot of homegrown talent up here in Oh, Washington. man, there's a food.
3: lot of it up here that you just never hear about because oh, a lot of them, amazing. they don't want to take it out because they figure, what's the point? Right. And they're amazing players.
2: They are. Everybody that I've met thus far since Hooligan was created with Brian, Sean, Kevin, and myself have been amazing. I mean, Shivering, um, Dogbite, Yourself, Honeycut. James Henikott. Yeah. Right there. I mean, we have a growth of talent here that is untapped.
4: See, and I think that's I think that's part of why it why it's so real and why these guys are are so honest with their music is, you know, something that Buck touched on is like, you know, they they sit there in their basement and play and they're like, you know, nobody else is gonna want to hear this. So it's like they're coming from this attitude of, I'm just playing what I want to hear, I'm playing what I want, you know, what what makes me happy. And that translates into reality. You know, once you get on stage, it's like you know, it's 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 real. You know, well,
3: yeah, well, exactly like what I was saying with the songs I wrote. They were from that exact thing. they were mm-hmm. just they didn't really come from any genre. They were just oh, I like this, this. I put it together. I'll either have an idea for a tune or the words right. come to you or something, and then all of a sudden I'm singing them. And um, well, for a while I was doing this live stuff, and I'd be doing like Elton John right. and Beatles, and people would say, "Wow, I never heard anybody sing Elton John country." <laughs> and I, you know, scratch my face and flip them off and say, "Oh, really?" Mm-hmm. You know, and I, <laughs> I kind of thought it was an insult at first, and uh, then I got to where I'd start listening to more of the country stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, but then there's some new stuff I like, so long as it has like the old flavor to it, right? Oh, absolutely. And, and so that got me into accepting it kind of and working more on that and
2: and that's what I really love about your music is I'm not a cover fan or a cover song fan by any means but the cover songs that you do you make them into your own thanks and that's what I like about cover tunes um now, we've been talking about Bob Wayne, and I think we're going to play a Bob Wayne song that you actually played on, uh, a double album, I believe, a live album.
3: Oh, yeah. We recorded that down in California at, at one of the shows.
2: Yeah. Tell us like a little bit about recording that.
3: Well, um, we were on the way to the gig, Bob told us, he goes, we're, we're going to be recording this show, you guys, so make sure you play everything at your best, you know, and this is like five minutes to play time. Right. You <laughs> know, so Pat and I both start just sweating, to, you know, beat the band, you know, pardon the pun. And... <laughs> And we get up there and we're looking at each other, Pat and I going, Okay, this is it. Because we had heard that they were gonna televise it too, right. but there's no camera. Mm-hmm. And so we start playing, and the whole time we are playing, there's this lady with the spoons that's going. Ch-ch-ch-ch-ch. Just that exact rhythm mm-hmm. didn't matter what we were playing <laughs> to the songs. And we're just thinking, I'm hoping this doesn't come out on the tape, you know. Yeah. But um so we're just kind of doing it by the seat of our pants, not really knowing, but it um it actually came out pretty good. Pat was just like right on top of it and I just followed what he did.
2: Very cool. Well all right, we're about to play uh, Bob Wayne and the song is Home. Fucking <laughs> A.
4: is uh sean hooligan with my brothers scott hooligan and brian hooligan and our special in studio guest brian buck ellard hey so thanks again for coming hey i wanted to talk uh you know it's we were talking a little bit about kind of influences and kind of how you started you know you mentioned fog hat and stuff like that um i know you also played on a uh on an album by a band called Willow's Bone, right? That's yeah. more of kind of a metal thing. Well, we were, when I was talking with Valerie, she said that you used to wait till these bands would like come in and and kind of get up and play play with them and stuff.
3: Yeah, it's would just go watch different bands, and it, you know mm. they're pretty cool. I'd ask them if I could sit in with them. Most of the time, they'd say, "Well, we don't do any country." And I'd always say, "Nor do
0: I." <laughs>
3: <laughs> Every once in a while, they'd let me sit in, and if they did, um, generally they'd start out with some song that was like you know play a note come back 6 months later and play another note you know right. but uh they'd let me play along with them after the first song then if they liked it they'd let me usually play the whole night with them it'd be a lot of fun very that's, cool
4: that's awesome so uh, so what what like how heavy of bands are are we talking about here i mean like serious like heavy metal bands and... um
3: never really super heavy okay. most of it would be um like from southern rock to mm. oh um more rock metal right
4: like hard rock type stuff yeah yeah because i'm trying to wrap my mind around like you know like speed metal with like you know yeah i never did any speed metal because
3: those guys it was was always something that was pretty melodic Mm -hmm. you know i mean not that speed metal is not melodic but that was just more in than what the fiddle could you know do and yeah you know i mean because the guitars are kind of in that same range doing all that stuff and be like pointless
4: yeah it's too dense i mean there's too much you know no space for you at all um so, what was kind of the reaction and stuff from these people? You know, when like a like a I mean, did you ever get any negative reaction or anything from people? Like when you'd come up and say, you know, hey, can I play with you guys? Or- well, yeah.
3: Um, from sometimes I they would just be totally against it, and I wouldn't get up at all. Um, there was one place that helped out a lot in the town where I grew up in Port Townsend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went in and played with this one band for one summer, and then the band took off, and. The owner of the club called me up and say hey uh we have this band playing down here why don't you come on and sit in with them so i i go down there and then it turned out every week for the rest of the summer i'd sit in with a different band nice and it was cool i mean the bands at first would be like so the owner tells us that you're gonna sit in with us and i'm like and i'd be like yeah well if you don't like it i don't have to play right you know and uh and they'd always be really cool you know and uh, i play along with them and it always ended up being the whole night. It was great for me because no band plays any song the same as the other band. So right. they'd play Louie Louie 50 different ways. Mm-hmm. And so it was really good for diversifying what you wanted to do and and playing stuff that you would never, ever have a chance to play.
4: Nice. So, t- so tell me a little bit how you came to uh, play on the uh, Willow's Bone album. Um,
3: my son was friends with the guitar player. mm mm-hmm. And he had been trying to talk me into going over there. And there's all these young guys. And I'm like, yeah, I, I don't really think they want to. And finally, one of the guys went on a vacation down to Mexico. And they said, well, you know, they said go ahead and come in because, you know, it's not really practice. And I thought, wow, that's flattering. So I went into the practice with them. And, and they liked it. And um, played a lot of them for about a month. And the guy came back. And they never said whether I was in or out of the band. Right. But I just, you know, they have me come up to the practices and then one day they're saying hey, keep coming to the practices we have a gig coming up and we don't know what we're going to do so we need to have you not come to the practice so I didn't come to the practice they yeah. had the gig after the gig they called me up and chewed me out for not coming to the practices <laughs> and, and so they said yeah well you're like in the band we got the, the album's got you know so basically once I was on the album then I knew I was in the band right
4: Right. Yeah. awesome well we're going to play a uh, song off of that guy Misunderstood by Willow's Bone featuring Uncle Buck Allard we
5: Oh, <laughs>
6: Here, coming back uh, with another little segment with Uncle Buck Ellard. Um, I'm kind of like Scott in the aspect. The uh, the first time I got to see you perform live was up at Club Motor with James Honeycutt and Owen Mays. Oh yeah, Um, probably one of the best shows I've ever been to. At the end, when you all got on stage together, that was so fun. It it blew me away. It was amazing. It was also the the first night I met Scott Hooligan.
2: Yeah, we kind of started the whole Hooligan thing right there.
6: Yeah, it's where I met you too. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
2: And I was home
4: sleeping.
6: Well, yeah, and in your set uh, that night, you did some covers, but you played a lot of your original stuff, which was really great to hear. Oh, thanks. And um, I think one of the the next song we're going to go into is "Goodbye Song." Um, oh, okay, it, yeah, it's uh, an original. It's coming up on your your new album, correct? Right. Okay. You want to tell us a little bit about that song? Um,
3: yeah, it was. Uh, it, it's one of those songs that came to me to where I was like in a panic, looking for paper, asking Valerie, "I need paper." This song, what it was, is um, I'll back up a little bit. My grandmother had fallen and broken her ankle and we were asked or valerie was asked to take care of her right they said it, you know they needed us to live with her in her house to so we could keep an eye out but it would only be six weeks tops then her ankle would heal and then she'd be fine and then um and she was she was you know 90 years old so wow. we weren't really expecting her to be around she, her health wasn't that great well six weeks passed her health got great and they asked us to stay, so nine years later, <laughs> my goodness. Um, wow. she was passing away um she was she had it was just it was the day she was dying. we just knew she was dying right. a lot of the family had come to the house um and Valerie came to my work and said you got you gotta come home because N- Nell's dying you know so went to the house and um she asked me Valerie asked me if I would play. A song for which not the goodbye song because it wasn't written yet but this other song that I played for her all the time and and Nell was comatose I mean she wasn't responding to anything so I started playing this song for her and it was her favorite song was of my originals and got to the chorus of the song and she started mouthing the words Wow Wow and it it sent chills through me but I, I kept the song going and got done with the song and Valerie leaned into her and said you can take her hand, take his hand now, honey. He's, he's, go ahead and go. And she just got this grin on her face and just exhaled, and that was it. She wow. she just died. I mean, I get chills right now thinking about it. I got it, chills yeah, me too. <laughs> You're telling me about it. And it was so hard to do that other song for a long time. And um, then the next day, we're sitting at home, and it was just like a brick wall slammed me so hard. It's like I had to get paper. And Valerie grabbed me paper, and I just started writing down the words. This is fast as I could, because it was like this already written song that just slammed his head. It's a beautiful you know. song.
2: Thank you. I mean, everything about it, every time I hear it, I mean, I, I tear up cool. and for a song to do that to me is pretty hard, but you have that, that quality about you. I mean, you definitely touch a nerve in me and I can't speak for anybody else, but when I hear you, I feel you. Well, thanks, man. And that's, that's what absolutely. I really like about it. Yeah. So I think we're going to play goodbye song and by Brian Buck Ellard.
7: Tell me why times have to change Our lives they rearrange It makes no sense to me Drive me man with misery The other day I lost my friend That day seemed to never end I'll never see you again Oh no, I'll never see you again I don't know what to do Gotta spend my life without you I know I must go on But it's hard Knowing that you're gone Time is past and life goes on i still play your favorite songs Brings a tear to my eyes But it's my way to say goodbye Don't know what to do Gotta spend my life without you I know I must go on Must go on But it's hard Knowing that you're gone Time is past and life goes on I still play your favorite songs Brings a tear to my eyes It's my way to say goodbye But it's my way to say goodbye But it's my way to say
8: goodbye
2: Well, that was a wonderful hooligan interview with Brian Buck-Ellard. Thank you. I really appreciate you coming in. Well, thanks for Spending inviting some time you. with us. I know our brother, Kevin Hooligan, would really have enjoyed seeing you.
3: Yeah, you can tell him that, you know— I missed him, and he was supposed to be here. I will do that, you know,
2: <laughs> when he brings his note in for missing a yes. class and all that bullshit. It better be signed does. by his parents, too. Yeah, exactly. Like no forged signatures. Yeah, and, and you know, I, I know there's a local band in town who's always looking for a fiddle player. They're called the Stoned Evergreen Travelers. Um, and it's actually Brother Kevin and Brother Jeff and Sister Tanya's little country band. Oh. So anytime you're in town want to hop up on stage with Brother Kevin, yeah. I know that man would have a shitty grin on his face for you doing it. <laughs> (laughs) Absolutely. Just let me
3: know the next time he's playing. I'll just show up. I will
2: do that. I'll have him give you a call. And besides that, I really thank you a lot for coming in.
6: Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys.
4: Well, well, hell, since you're here, we might as well, uh, as is our tradition here at the Triple H, we might as well make you play some tunes for us. So uh, um, I know one of the ones that that I want to hear you play is um, we're going to have you play uh, Simple Man, which is uh, the the Leonard Skinner cover and stuff. And and, uh, I just want to let everybody know, you know, that's how I met Buck was – you know, my father passed away on May thirteenth, and and rest his, in peace, uh, John. Absolutely, yeah. uh, John Skager. And uh, you know, I wanted to do something special for him. And Simple Man always kind of meant something as far as like the way my dad lived his life. And uh, so Scott helped hook me up with uh, with Buck and come down and uh, and uh, he played it for uh, live for us with a Loretta Lynn song too, I think. At the yeah, uh, there was a
2: Loretta Lynn gospel tune called "I Feel Like Traveling On." Yeah, that I personally incorporated into my fu- my family funerals. Mm-hmm. Um. My grandfather, my grandmother—you know—just to make sure that they all get to the same place. It's exactly. a great
3: gospel tune.
2: Loretta's awesome. got that gospel feel to her that I—I mm-hmm. I, I love Loretta.
3: And, well, I like gospel songs anyway. I mm-hmm. just—I, uh-huh. they're usually uplifting and they're not always super serious, you know. Right. Oh, absolutely. And they are like you know real people with real stuff. It's just they're just they're fun to play and you feel good.
2: Yes. Well, speaking of gospel, Owen turned me on to a woman, Molly O'Day, who sings gospel. She used to sing the songs for Hank Sr. before he was big enough to get on Nashville and do it himself. The woman is fantastic. and I thank Owen a lot for turning me on to her because she's got a voice of an angel.
3: Yeah, you you turned me on to that. I was checking it out and I was like blown away by it.
2: Yeah, she's got those old recordings, you know, it's raw and that's what Hooligan is all about. That's what Outlaw is about, being raw, being real. Absolutely. And you know, again, I thank you. I thank Brian. I thank Sean. You know, I thank Kevin for not being here, I guess. Giving <laughs> <laughs> him a chance to talk with Buck. Yeah, no shit. But all right, we're gonna let y'all go get our ass over to Sean's house for a barbecue and PBR mm-hmm. and we'll see you all next week. Oh,
4: hold on, we gotta introduce these first. Uh, oh that's right. <laughs> Never so, mind. There's so, more music. So we're gonna play some uh we're gonna make Buck uh, play live and he's gonna do uh a, a great cover of Simple Man. Um, I Thank you'd be my so, pleasure. Yeah. And then uh, he's also gonna do uh Brian's Breakdown and one of your originals, take a pill, right? Yeah.
7: Mama told me when I was young sit beside me, my only song. Listen closely to what I Don't live too fast and Trouble will come And it will pass you find a woman You'll find love And don't forget some. There's someone Thanks, guys. And I'll wait until the next new thing Then you change your mind And you say you will open better still You don't see the doctor And the doctor said take a pill Take a pill
8: Thank you. The cat rises from the pumpkin and tips a hat to whom she's. Gives away so quickly That I cannot tell her that I love her Can you fetch that cat for me? No, I thought not I need someone beside me Last time I saw her, she was speaking with an owl high above the park. But they flew away so quickly, I forgot why I was there. Fetch that cat for me No, I thought not I need someone beside me I stay up every night Waiting by my front door Oh, demon cat, where are you? Don't you know that I'm here? Can you fetch that cat for me? No, I thought not. I need someone beside me. so tired I worry every day where is that cat and the pumpkin they must be far far away oh can you fetch that cat for me no I thought not I need someone beside me Please can you fetch that cat for me?
9: I traded in my horse in Amarillo For a filly that looked like she could run And if he finds me before I make the Rio I swear to God he'll find me with my gun And I've never seen him But I'm sure he's out there And I must have known him And I must have wronged him I'm to ride From my horse's side And I kicked her and I gored her And I pressed her for the border For a place where I could hide And Lord, I prayed Please let me make it to Monterey And if my prayer you will hear I swear I'll disappear And I'll throw my guns away I fell asleep sitting in the saddle I dreamed of the ghostly rider on my trail But when I wake I start to shake and rattle And I know the filly's legs are about to fail And so I crossed the river And I turned to face him And I'll make my stand here And I will die here I took a sip For I felt my courage start to slip but I'll shoot any gringo who tries to cross the Rio wearing iron on his hip. End of the trail. He's a good rider, I can tell. But I swear I'll shoot the stranger. I don't care if he's a ranger or a demon sent from hell. Water and a prideful spirit within me bowed. And you should have seen her as pretty as I left her. And the air smelled bloody, it was the smell of vengeance. And she did frown and she challenged me to draw down. She said that I owed her more the blood that had flowed up on her. And I felt fear, for I'd killed my brother dear, and she had found him dead on the day they were to wed in a pool of blood and tears.
6: Brian Hooligan here. You just listened to Lonely Nights of October by Lonesome Wyatt and the Holy Spooks, followed by Stone by Jason and the Punknecks, and a personal favorite of mine, The Wedding Gown by Pine Box Boys.
10: Upon her hair, it was the color of the candle at sundown. Her skin was pure and white in a certain kind of light, it has the soft blue blur of the stream. When she walked, at night, we were bathed in a silver light, when the moon through the canyon cast its beam, she was the colors of the canyon, my dream. Of her hand it's like the cool, smooth sand that sparkles in the sunlight on the shore. This lady shares with me all the colors that can be, shares the colors of the candle evermore. Her skin is pure and white In a certain kind of light It has the soft blue blur Of the stream. When she walks with me at night We're bathed in a silver light When the moon through the canyon as it's bees,
11: she's the colors
10: of the canyon in my dreams.
4: Hey, this is Sean Hooligan, and you just heard Whorehouse by Phantom of the Black Hills, Dry Drunk Blues by the Northwest Zone, Shivering Denizens, and Colors of the Canyon by Jack Reed, also a Northwest artist. Hey, guys, you've been listening to Episode 7, Go Buck Yourself, of the Hooligan Honky Tonk Radio Hour from the Triple H Ranch at at www.nwczradio.com. Hey, I want to thank everybody who who came in. I want to thank... Buck and Valerie for, for coming by and playing for us. I want to thank, uh, of course, Scott, Brian, and, and Alex Hooligan. I thank the Rev. Um, Kevin Hooligan, you may notice, isn't here. So, Kevin, you need to bring a note to get back into class. Um, you can find all of the stuff that we, uh, that we play here on our Facebook page um, at uh, Hooligan Honky Tonk Radio. And also uh, you can find links to podcasts um, of the show. So thanks a lot for listening.
0: You have been listening to the Hooligan Honky Tonk Radio Hour at nwczradio.com And you have been saved! Come repent with us again next Sunday at 7 p.m. Now go forth and raise some hell!